One and all, back to another edition of the Dad Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and you are joining me live in the Dad Comedy Studios. I'm a little more joy, little Faro. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe, man? You know, it's uh, 2-2-2022. Yes. I'm no conspiracy theorist, but uh, there's too many twos. I don't like it. It's Day of the Deuce. I don't like it. Take a shit be happy today. It's the I, day of the deuce. I feel like someone's going to cut me with a, with a deuce. Like, I don't. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Joey, Joey, Joey. We're, we, have a, we have our guest host back with us this week. Not our guest host. She's our co-host. She's, she's Mrs. Pretty Funny. She, yes, right. You know what, Joey? I had to use her proper pronouns. She is Mrs. Pretty Funny. Oh. You know what? We've got to make sure we re- respect the name. Is that official now? Oh, I mean. It's Not possible. until October. Oh, well, I mean, damn. Give your brother some brother credit. He gave you a ring. Get the fuck out of here. Is this how I find out the news? Candace Song is welcome back to the show. Oh, man, oh, man. Joey, we got a special guest this week, man. Our brother in comedy. He is only five foot four. But he's a giant in the industry. He does funny shit all up and down the DMV. He's a giant when he stands on a man's shoulders. But he's a midget when he stands on his own two feet. Jesse Revis, welcome back to the That Comedy Podcast. How's it going? I'm glad to be back. It's been fantastic. Uh, to find out that Candace is getting married. This is how we find out. You just now found out? Yes, I'm engaged. I put it on Instagram. Yeah. It's been on Instagram Let's since on last the... year. Yeah. Was it was it was it on on Candace Travels? <laughs> Candace has to be on no, Candace Travels. No, on my regular Instagram. This is a picture of the ring. It was it was her other ghost account. <laughs> I've been following the wrong account. I thought you know we we're gonna find out through all the different platforms. She didn't get engaged to while traveling. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, I, did, I have it on both accounts, but it was first announced on the main account. Yes, just Candace. Oh uh, man, so what happened exactly? It happened. That was. I've been engaged since August. I was gonna say. It was yeah, August. it was about August. Yeah. Last year, Jesse. Of course, Where have I have you been? In August, right? Yeah, you and he's been on the podcast <laughs> yes. since. I remember because, like, how did it happen? It almost happened while I was in New York. And then it happened like the week after I left. Yeah. So I knew it had to be around then. But that was the end of August. Yep, I, that's true. I remember when it happened, Joe. You want to know how I remember? What? That's right. It's the day my heart was broken. It was It was the day that I finally looked in the mirror and said, she's gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, she's gone. And I, I, I had to sing, I had to sing some, uh, some, some sad tunes, Joe. <laughs> Oh my God! She, she I remember how I found out. She ain't for the streets no more. Joey. <laughs> you were today years old. Today, I was today years old when I found out. <laughs> it was two 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 
Tutu. Tutu. Too, too many twos on a Tuesday. Were you wearing a tutu? I, these. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I, was like, <laughs> I think you guys were here at the time, actually. Oh, we might have been. We might have been. Yeah. We might have been. Just maybe. maybe. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot. Of, it is a lot. Of, Joey, you are correct. I just looked at it on the calendar. Mm-hmm. It is Tuesday, 2-22. That's an extra 20, two 22. I didn't even account for that it's Tuesday. <laughs> That's some bullshit. Yeah, I think the Earth's gonna tilt. Yeah, something's gonna tilt to the opposite direction. <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting goddamn week, man. Oh, uh, but yeah, man. What'd you say? Where the hell did Candace go? She's got her internet's <laughs> trash. I had, I, my internet's trash. I had to switch to a different device. She keeps am I invited to the bachelor party? The bachelorette party? Like, where am I gonna be at? She's got random <laughs> reptiles that steal her Wi-Fi every forty minutes, and she has it's to. Technically, I'm on the side of the bride, but like, I am a male. But hell, I'll, I'll join the fuckery of a, of a bachelorette party. I mean, that sounds dope. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely a bachelorette party. Okay. Yeah. You heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, Jesse Revis will be arrested with the bridal party. Uh, <laughs> comedy shows. Come August. Oh, man. Oh, man. But, Joey, it's been a long week, man. Yes, it has. I want to thank Miss Chocolate for joining us last week on the Die Comedy Podcast, man. Yeah. It was it was, it was a fun episode. Our, uh, our first official Negro on the podcast. She said it, damn it! I, I got a, I got. Hey, because of the because of the immigration papers, he said her her birth certificate says Negro. I went, wait a minute! <laughs> I've never, I've never seen that myself. But uh, that that was a little different for me. Yeah, uh, Joe, Jesse. Oh, hey, I can see Jesse now. We had a whole episode. What was that show? Uh, that that they the roots with the. Finding your roots. Finding your roots. Yes, yes. We had a whole episode of that on the Dot Comedy Podcast. <laughs> Dot Comedy Podcast. Last week. Chocolate. Speaking of uh, birthdays, uh, recent guest Brian Tinker. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, oh, Brian! I, I hope the terrible twos aren't attacking your birthday and ruining it. <laughs> yes. Uh, we hope you're having a blessed one. Thank yes, you sir. For joining us. Candace well, got a got a photo on her thing. I I know. Yeah, it's, it's, no, I mean she like usually there's no, there's just a blank screen. You got a photo, Candace. I'm trying to get it together. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to step it up. Hey, man, that's a nice photo of you. You know, I only come on camera like once every two months. So I know. It's... I was like, you need to have a picture at least. Yeah. Can, can I my finest shirt for this podcast. I'm offended. Is that machete? If Candace Wait. sees herself on camera, then it's four more weeks of winter. Is that machete <laughs> on your shirt, Jesse? That is Bret Hart versus Sean. Oh, okay. Twelve. Both of them look Mexican in that, and from this distance, I don't know why, but Bret Hart looks like Machete. Like he looks like what, he, what, does. He, he does. He does. Oh man, but man, look, Joe, not all Mexicans are sweaty, Marcus. <laughs> That's not. But, they, but most of them are greasy. I don't care. I cut it. <laughs> Shit. Oh man, but what's going on with you this week, Joe? Anything happening with you, man? Uh, I officially have a date for surgery. Um, okay. I will be getting cut up on uh, March 7th, so that'll be fun. <laughs> that was good, Jesse. They didn't catch you. Okay. I, did, I didn't catch that. What did you say, Jesse? Uh, it was a timing joke. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm day, like, is it cute? Is, is she cute? And then you guys <laughs> it. But if you were there at the time, it was great. <laughs> it was a Jesse joke. It was one of those Jesse ones that hits us and we're like, what'd you say? We're supposed to chuckle with you. I was mid-sentence, and so I couldn't, I wasn't in listening mode. 
It's a timing uh, joke. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. It well played. Explaining. Well played. So, so you get you get you're getting ready for your surgery? Yes. Uh, it's uh, her name is Scalpel, and we're we're going on our on a blind date. So I won't actually get to see her because I will be under general anesthesia. So, is this your reassignment surgery? No. This is okay. So, when's that one? That was, is not one. What, is, what the fuck is wrong with you? I thought, you? You said you were having you were having some issues, and you wanted to change some things up. So, That's not what I said at all. Uh, we, I could have sworn we had this conversation, Jess. Joe. I said I got I got a bad I got a bad hip. Oh, you mixing up a conversation you had with someone else. My bad. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was, it, I was hoping it was lipo so you could give me a referral. Like I, I want I want some lipo. You don't yeah, need damn. no lipo. I'm not that fat. Jesus. <laughs> you don't need lipo, Candace. I am though. That's what I'm saying. I want a referral. Candace, put yourself on camera. Let's see how you look. You've been these doing things. all this working out every day, posting workouts, telling us about every workout, and then you're gonna like hide off camera. Yeah. Because I'm still fat, you guys. I gotta. I need at least three more months. Do you have okay. your scoop neck V neck on this week? All right. Here, here's yes, the thing. I, I will continue. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll continue to allow this. But at the end of the next three months, you have to do like the episode in a bathing suit or something. Like you have to, okay. yeah. you have to do the big reveal episode. <laughs> I will do it. Listen, I will be ready. Once I get you know, we should all do this. This is a God comedy podcast. We should do like a challenge, and at the end oh, like, of like, like the, the naked episode. Wait a, wait a, wait a goddamn minute. We should definitely do the naked episode, one hundred percent. You, you, all three of you guys will be shirtless, and I'll put on like a swimsuit or something. It'll be like the naked episode. But that's not naked. That's I mean, naked. it's naked enough. We're, we don't want to get. <laughs> we're gonna down. do the we're gonna do the soft core episode. <laughs> soft core naked episode. Yeah. We can, we can do. Oh no no. We, we can do the swimsuit edition. All you guys in trunks and me in a swimsuit. That sounds like a summer thing. I, as as I stated, as I stated previously on uh, to some coworkers this past week. These certified C cups stay under under uh, lock and key. Nobody gets the well, CDs. First gotta, of all, Marcus, get in the gym like me and Joey, so you could be ready for the swimsuit edition. I'm in the gym every the day, all day. Lift the, you, you ain't seen these arms. Listen, I'm Je- trying. Jesse, I measured them. Twenty four inch pythons. How dare you? Twenty four inch pythons, baby. I measured them on purpose. I gotta, I gotta cut, <laughs> I gotta cut some weight because I'm gonna be hopping around on one leg for the next month. Yeah, and it's gonna, it's a lot. It's too much for one leg. <laughs> yeah, that, that that ankle gonna buckle, especially when the other leg is is like, like my legs weigh a lot. That's a lot of my body mass, and so I have one of them not supporting itself is a problem. You know the way Joey looks when you see him like that, you're gonna just assume he got shot. <laughs> Something has always been broken on Joey since the day I have met him. Yeah. He's had a cat on either arm, on either leg, some kind of back brace. Like, ever since I've met him. I'm making up injuries now. No, Joey's, Joey's feet have been a, fucked up for years. My left leg has been a, 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 a litany of, of – it's been like a old for, an old tome of injuries. Yeah, jo- Joey's legs have been all fucked up for years. Like, you know that, that, that like old Fables book and it was like this thick and it's leather bound? That's my left leg. Mm-hmm. And every Fable is another injury. <laughs> and now we just added another story. So it's, yeah. it's all on brand. Well, man, I, I wish you the best. Speedy recovery, Joey. Uh, we got we to figure out the podcast. We, we have one more episode before that happens. Okay. But, but we do get an announcement. But, huh? but on March 8th, I will be on Narcotics. So that'll be a fun episode. Tune in for that. Oh, yeah. Announcement of when Joey gets back on his feet. Mm-hmm. 
it is yes. going to be April 7th in downtown Silver Spring. At 8 p.m., we will begin the new era of our running rooms. It is the return of Jesse and Joey, and we're adding Angel, and we got Marcus back on there, and we have an amazing team of creating the new kind of chapter when it comes to what y'all are running shows again in April. Nobody uh, okay. Said shit. Okay. So, so here, here's what we need. Here's, here's what we need to start. Here's what we need to start, stop and finish with that whole conversation. Uh, we don't tell people that type of shit this early. Uh, cause people gonna be looking for it. Uh, <laughs> you better look for it. I want every single, we haven't said the venue yet, but I promise you, I guarantee you, you're going to get the best damn new show coming out. Not just that, we're creating a new scene in a place that's been needing it, it's been wanting it. It's been like, Jesse, shall we? You know where that place is? Where's that, Joey? Near you. A place near you? And that's what we're going to call it. Comedy shows near me. There you go. It's coming soon. Coming soon. All Presented right. by Dot Comedy. Okay. DJ Marcos, play Return of the Mac, goddammit. Uh, uh, well, that's not it, how this works. It's, that's it's not how DJing works. works ever. Don't. Don't, Just don't don't do that. Don't, I, I don't do, like. See now, see now, you set expectations for us. I don't like when I have deadlines to meet. I like to be able to procrastinate, Jesse, and you're just taking that away from me. Yes, you, you, you've officially you've officially thrown a gauntlet down that uh, none of us are ready I to cross. Action. I take action or fall on my face. Uh, man, I'm going to do this. Or I'm going to look very ridiculous not doing it. Listen, Leroy Jenkins, this is not <laughs> how teams are successful. <laughs> Pretty much. I have a comedy thing that that is about to happen that I would like to talk about. Okay, Go for it. we'll get to it in a bit. <laughs> what? I <laughs> thought it was my turn. It ain't. It, it, we ain't got to. Eat. I, hey, who is who hosts this goddamn show? It's been hijacked by you monkeys. You monkeys have been hijacking me for the last couple weeks. You think I ain't noticed, Joey? You I think know I ain't noticed? You trying really to take me out? You trying to take the you trying to take the podcast from me, Joey? <laughs> This is the DJ Marcus podcast. Did someone slip you the noid? Like, what's happening right now? No, man. Why are you so paranoid? <laughs> it's the two, 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 two. It thing. is the two, two. It's, it's the twos. It's the twos. The twos are the throwing twos me are off. Kidding, damn. <laughs> no, uh, we, we we okay. So here, here's go what, ahead, Candace. Yes, Candace. What what's been going on with you this week, Candace? So here is well, two things. I'll talk about the comedy thing second. But since Jesse's here and we talked about uh, working out, I'll talk about my workout stuff first. I started with weights. I used to do strictly like cardio and stuff like that. I started lifting weights this week or like other past couple of weeks. Okay. And I'm really excited about that, you guys. I'm proud of you. I How many 45s afraid- you putting up on them, on that bench? I was afraid to lift weights because I didn't want them brolic ass Serena Williams shoulders. But I'm like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. I just want everything to be like tight and solid. So I'm lifting weights. All right. Well, I say good luck. Fascinating. Uh, I remember when I used to be a personal trainer, somebody once said, they're like, yeah, I want to get in shape, but I don't want to look like a bodybuilder or anything. I'm like, you know, that doesn't happen by accident. No, that takes a lot of work. <laughs> you don't accidentally be like, oh, man, I look like Arnold. <laughs> yeah, because oh, see, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> I mostly told, mostly I women think that. that. I told you that like 50 times. Mostly women think that. They do. They all yeah. think that. They all think they're going to get all muscular because they lifted, they lifted 245 plates. <laughs> I, I, I was a personal trainer when China was a, a, a relevant, a relevant superstar. In the alive? Game. When she was alive? Yeah, alive. <laughs> uh, she was doing pornos at the time. She yeah. wasn't doing that. Uh, her and X-Pac were doing adult videos. She wasn't wrestling anymore. But that's what every girl would say. They would say, I don't want to look like China. I don't want to look like a big bodybuilder. I'm like, I promise 
that is not an easy task to do. Uh, the funny part is that she specified shoulders and look around at the table. Not a one of these men have shoulders, myself included. <laughs> Who doesn't have shoulders? All of us have disproportionately smaller shoulders than we probably should for the amount of muscle on our arms. Hold the fuck up. No, no, no. That, that, that means that's because there, there isn't a camera on me. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Literally, uh, see, these shoulders. Oh, hold on. Nope, you, yeah. you're fucking up, Joe. See, they, I don't want the right. shoulders, and I don't want the fucking triangle Not, shit on the neck. The trapezoid. Shirt's coming off. The traps it. Oh, take it off, Marcus. Oh my God, go, Marcus, go. This, the naked show's coming. Got shirt on. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. It, it was a, it was a cooler day than I thought, so I wore another shirt. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing. It's it's I like a million fucking degrees in here. Because he's an iguana. <laughs> and I'm sweating hey. in my long sleeve because I tried to dress appropriately for the weather. Don't blame me because my people are African. Because he has, <laughs> he has his, his heat setting on oven. The, Caucas, the, the Caucasus I, I, Mountains I, 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 are I cold. am air frying in here. <laughs> Candace, what's, what's your ideal home temperature? Oh, it's I like it super hot. It's probably I put it on like 79, 80. Marcus, what's your ideal temperature? Uh, 74 to 76. See, I'm a 72 person. I'm a 70 or 72 person. Yeah. That's way right. too cold. That's cold as shit. No. So these are the tropical people, right? All right, let's go to the people who come from Europe. Joey, what's your ideal temperature in the wrong 48. 48. I like to be right around 70, 72, 73. That's 72? Cool. Get out of here. I thought you got like really like hot. 68. No, no, I, I'm fine around in the in the in the lower seventies. But Joey, as soon Joey. as you, anything over seventy eight is like murder on me. Joey leaves his freezer open to cool his house because you got to remember, I'm still mostly I'm still mostly Mediterranean. So like most of me is cool. That makes sense. And then yeah, that's, that's the Middle Eastern side coming out. Yeah, but the um, the drunk quarter of me, the 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 the, the white Nana uh, Irish Buffaloian. <laughs> Taps out at eighty degrees, so anything over that, I just sweat until I die. I mean, okay, here's the thing: the last two people I've lived with have been very European, and they're they're at sixty. <laughs> they're I like definitely. how you put that. I like how you put that. Last two people I lived with were very European. No, they were white. Just just trying to be politically correct on that shit. It, it works the inverse way with like cold. Like I can I can be in like a t-shirt and shorts in cold. Like, super cold for a very short period of time. But then, again, Nana taps out early because she's working by herself. And then the rest of me is freezing. Uh, so, like, but I can get through, like, the first, like, ten minutes. I don't need a heavy coat. I can get to the car. But if I'm outside the car and locked out without my keys, I am fucked. Okay. All right. You know, I, I Joey, Joey, you've officially crossed over. You're a minority now. We're adopting you. We're bringing you in. Joey's I'm been very shocked that you said 72. Like, that blew my mind. Joe, Joey's been a minority. You guys hijacked my... I wasn't done. You hijacked my fucking fitness, like, little thing I was saying. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, so, I started lifting weights now. I, I, I uh, relinquished the fear of having, like, quarterback shoulders. It's fine. Um, I guess linebacker shoulders, right? Quarterbacks have yeah, something the right position. But anyway... Then also another thing that I found out that you guys didn't tell me and you both have been giving me fitness uh, tips for years. I didn't know that a six pack is about like your percentage of body fat. I thought I've I literally told you crunches. that like 50 times. <laughs> I thought I could do a million crunches and all of a sudden I have a six pack. It doesn't matter how many fucking crunches you do. You have to get your body fat percentage down below like 12 or some shit or you'll never have a six pack. And I didn't even know that. 
I looked at my doctor's I report today. Told her this. You did. It's a, it's not a month Sixty-two ago. times. You got to work out your back. And I you went back and counted. Because she said that in the chat the other day, and I was like, "No, I know I've the no." You never said that. You, you don't read things when I send you things. <laughs> I discovered that on Men's Health, a Men's Health article. I told you that in 2014. Right, in 2015 and 26 and every year i've known do you, do you know what i figured out i found out today joey i found out what my bmi was today mm. and, oh that, and that that oh, that shocked don't me a little bit fuck bmi bmi can go suck a duck toe i don't don't okay. do bmi bmi is no bullshit. it's an important metric to consider no it's not if you're over a certain amount you're at risk of heart disease arthritis all kinds that's, of shit. Like, that's that's arbitrary dumbass eat low low intelligence doctoring so so my okay. doctor he put it on my chart right because technically i'm obese yes i'm technically obese so am i well, technically, yeah, but like I'm not, I'm not in I'm danger not of any of those. Things. Every time the doctor tests me, they're like, "Oh, you're really healthy." Like they always look at my my heart rate, and they're like, "Oh, you're an athlete, aren't you?" And then they put me on the scale, and they're like, "Well, you got to work on this weight." I'm like, "Pick one. You can't pick both. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense." You've trimmed down a lot, though. I'm not unhealthy. Is the thing. I'm not either. I literally <laughs> stared COVID in the face and didn't get it. Okay, congratulations, motherfucker. My. <laughs> uh, okay, so I was I was looking at my BMI right mm-hmm. now. Uh, what is seventy two inches? How long is that? I don't know. How long? How I, long don't, is- I don't have divide by twelve built into my head automatically on a whim. Okay. I want to say it's eight feet. It's, I'm eight feet tall. Thank you, thank not. you for women, woman <laughs> massing the fuck out of that. Thank you, Candace. I appreciate right. that. Five that's... feet is sixty inches, <laughs> so seventy two inches. Is six foot. Six foot. We're a little over six yeah, foot. There you go. Six right. foot. So my Y'all BMI. do mental math. My BMI was is fifty one point two nine. Okay, so I said okay. What so does that mean? I'm half fat. What is that number? Good, Marcus. You know why? But the thing is, the, the reason why I don't I don't see a problem with that is because white people keep telling me I'm supposed to be healthy. Um, I have not had one black doctor say I was unhealthy, uh, and I go by what the black doctors say. Just do body fat percentage for black crying out loud. Got three black doctors. Have you ever had a black doctor? Yes, I have. Okay. Is he your cardiologist? I'm about to check. I, no, my, my cardiologist is Chinese. Stop looking at okay. BMI. Get BMI is useless. Get a black heart doctor, and he's going to say that that's too high of a body fat percentage. All right. Eh, we'll see. All right. Let me correct something. BMI is body mass, body mass index. index. Body fat percentage is a much more useful number. Because so, it's I mean, but they're relevant. kind of, I see them as synonymous. So if I get they're a BFP. Not, they're completely not. Muscle weighs more than fat. And so you, if, you're, if you're just going by your mass versus your height, someone who is built stockily is always going to come out ha- wrong on BMI. BMI, that's what I'm saying. It's stupid. It's pointless. You literally have the option of looking at the actual body fat composition and looking at the percentage relative to the rest of the body. And yeah, if you're anything over 20%, bad things are going to start happening to you. So if, I, so if my body fat percentage is high, yes, it's going to be bad. Okay. That's more, more problematic than having a BMI that's off. Because a BMI that's off could be any number of things. But it, it, you're, you shouldn't be worried about your, your mass 
adding muscle's not bad. So, but if you go by BMI and say I add add muscle before I start losing fat, right, mm-hmm. or if, while I lose fat, I'm actually going to increase my BMI, but my body fat percentage will slide. I'll get better. My health will actually improve in most areas because my body fat percentage is going down, but my BMI will increase. So according to BMI, I'm less healthy. How does that make any fucking sense? It's a useless bullshit, archaic piece of shit. Throw that shit out the window. All right. You've heard it here. And any doctor doctor that brings up BMI, (laughs) get the fuck away from them. Call him Joey Joey LaRogan. Uh, He's... he's, All right, this is my last thing that I have to talk about, you guys, and this is really, 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 really exciting. It's my comedy um, accomplishment that I wanted to say. Okay. So I'm on the uh, Black Woman in Comedy Comedy Festival. Um, It's in New York City uh, in June. Super dope. I'm so excited to be a part of it. And they put me on a show, and I'm not going to say the lineup of the show or the producer of the show, but... When they when they showed me like this is one of the shows that you're gonna be on, and I saw the other comics on the show, then I realized there is somewhere a little bit of respect on my name because like based on the other people on the lineup, if they feel like okay, this is a show that you belong on with these other people and the person that's producing it and the venue that it's at, everything, but this is like this is amazing and it was a good comedy moment for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. There is respect on your name, by the way. Of course. When you name drop Candace, people would fucking, they're, they're like, oh, that's somebody. So you, how many festivals have you done so far? I would say of them. close to 30. Yeah, close to 30, something like how that. How many different yeah. states have you performed in? 30. I she has a hit list. All, all but 11 states. So I got to check the rest of them off this year. I Even have not done one. Even the, You've done Maryland. All of the ones. Not a festival. I'm not going to accept it into a single festival. So just to highlight how much better she's doing than any of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, I'm, I'm honestly super proud of you. Like that's I, I, what, you, oh, yeah. what you've accomplished. In, in, you guys, in it was amazing. All the when work I saw that in. list, I was like, wow. And just, I just, I just had a moment like, okay, I'm doing something. I mean, I mean, so, you know, when Candace hits the stage, here's what she hears the whole time. <laughs> whole time. It's all she's here. Why is there reverb? That's because I didn't mute this. Uh, it's <laughs> it's mute this tab. I mean, I'm gonna predict some of the names on the list. That's a really great accomplishment. It's super vague, but <laughs> yeah. this well, is why I don't believe it on the show. They have, they have huh? one to cite. Oh um, my God! I wish Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> just just nod if he's right. Yeah, just nod. I just want to know. Yeah, nod with your blank screen. For those of you who are listening to the podcast and can't see it, Candace isn't actually on camera. So, yeah, just nod. And then, you know, we'll go go off of that. Mm -hmm. All right, but yeah, definitely congratulations, Candace. We are proud of you. you I name drop you, so you're doing well. Yeah, just when you – because it's like we put so much, like – you know, energy and like tears into this fucking comedy shit. And then when anything happens that is an affirming thing, it's just like, it's such a, you know, it's such a big deal. You do so many like soul crushing open mics right. and you do so many, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. when something happens that is validating, it just is like, it touches my heart. Awesome. That's awesome. That is very awesome. I always want to name drop, but then I think, is this person going to know who I'm talking about? Because I want to look really stupid. And you're right at that cusp where, almost, where a lot of people know who you are, but there's still a few who don't. And that's shame on them. But still, I don't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> you know, I did all stuff with Chris August. Like, who's that? Right. 
Right. Yeah. It's it's, um, it's not time yet. Give me like a year or so, and then it'll be a name that's worth dropping I'm in all circles. It. Now it's a name that's worth dropping in in some circles, but I'm trying to get it to all circles. It's a selective name drop. That's yes. What it is right now. Yes, it is. Jesse, you like, got anything like happening you this week? Memory. Cheers. Let's see what happened this week. Um, big shout out to uh, Stacy Axler. I did two of her shows. I did her show in uh, Capital Cider in DC, which was dope. Great audience. It was packed. It was standing room at the end because there's so many people there. Um, everyone wore masks uh, except for me. I just went on stage like a savage. Uh, then I did uh, Silver Branch in uh, downtown Silver Spring, which was so much fun. Uh, if you haven't been there, I highly recommend it. And um, yeah, I did, I, did, uh, that sh I, I did an apartment show also at a secret location, which was a lot of fun. And I learned how to make Jewish chocolate truffles this week. Oh, sounds tasty. Yeah, that, that come from one of your European roommates? <laughs> My, my my European girlfriend, my <laughs> Jewish girlfriend. <laughs> oh, okay, so your girlfriend taught you how to make how to make Jewish truffle. Was, yeah. So what did they? Event chocolates. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck to call it. But <laughs> chocolate uh, factory in Rockville that teaches you about the history of Jewish people and chocolate in Europe, and uh, and they teach you how to make like. Uh, like truffles, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, okay, I need to know about that history because when I hear chocolate truffle, Jewish is not among the things I think. No. Well, actually, so there, there's a reason why. So at the time period, Jewish people were like killing it with chocolate in Spain, something, but they weren't allowed Nazis. to be Jewish. So they yeah. ended up going to France because like people were like, hey, you know, we like the chocolates, but you're successful now. We found out you guys are doing Jewish practices. So they basically, the reason is because they had to kept traveling through Europe because Europe was like very anti-Jewish at that time period. Europe, Europe's hated Jewish people for a long, long time. It's well documented. <laughs> this is <laughs> it's well documented that they like, moved, the the they day, had to move around Europe a lot. I knew it had to yeah, be well time. documented. Yeah, every time. Well, why don't we associate uh, Jews with chocolates? Uh, Anti-Semitism. Like that. Like, <laughs> what else is going to be the reason? No, we don't. We don't associate. Like they became successful here, mm -hmm. and then people found out they were Jewish, so they had to escape, and their like factories got taken over, and they had to move somewhere else. And then people were like, "Wait, you guys are making money. What are you guys?" And then that's basically why we don't associate that. But no, they they were crushing the chocolate. There's like game. eight other things you can insert in there instead of chocolate truffle, and it would be the same life story. Yeah, yeah. The same life story. Yeah, of course, much. Joey. Jo Joey's always speaking out about the Jewish oppression. Uh, he, you know, he's like one fourteenth Ashkenazi Jew, so he, he always he's always he's always speaking out. Jesse's black. I'm black. Candace is black. How about we talk about all the black chocolates? Here's the thing. Every, Let's talk about the Kanye documentary. White people were all like one sixteenth Cherokee until twenty three and me, and now they're all one sixteenth Ashkenazi Jew. <laughs> Pretty much. Found out everybody's a Jew. It's hilarious. I don't, I don't, but and uh, a few of them were like, "No, yeah," and then they <laughs> and then they. Nazi themselves. No, 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 don't get canceled. See, you, get, you almost got canceled, Joey. What, Save what that for later. The 70s that every white person said they were Native American. Like, what was it that made that like a thing? It was a thing in like the late 90s. I don't know why. No, white black people say that. Black no, people black people. Black, black people are. Yeah, they say they have Indian in their family. Most black people Which do. I, I, 
Yeah, most black people. So black people started doing it, and white people stole. They co-opted it. Yes. It's like we're, we're brothers. We both won 16th Cherokee. I only ever heard white women say that. No, black people. Black people say it, yeah. especially if you have like straighter hair. Okay. They always say instead of saying the white side of their family, they go, "Nah, we Indian." That's uh, that's the Indian part. No, bitch. The European part is in, ingrained in that those roots. Let's not, let's not lie about this shit for too long. But uh, this week for me, Joey, has been a, a uh, regular week. I ain't done too much of anything, man. I've, mm. I've had fun. I actually enjoyed this week. Uh, you didn't watch the Elimination Chamber? No. Didn't what? get a chance to watch I was working that night. Oh. The Elimination Chamber. It was WWE's uh, second to last WrestleMania show. So it's it's the... It's the, the WrestleMania's ending? No. WrestleMania ends the storyline for the year. So all the stories wrap up at WrestleMania. There are two. This is a very special WrestleMania too because Cody Rhodes is coming back from. I doubt it. I fucking doubt it. I doubt it. I fucking doubt it. If he comes back, it's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem for everybody involved, dude. It's gonna be a problem for everybody involved. He has burnt bridges. He's made fun of everybody on that end of on that end of the of the spectrum. He's made fun of everybody. I I, he can't. I don't think he can do it. So. Now, if he goes back to, to uh, TNA or uh, Ring of Honor, yeah, that'd be a different thing. Is Ring of Honor still a thing? Yeah, it's still a thing. Here's the thing I don't, um, I don't, I, I can't get myself excited about wrestling anymore. I just can't. I used to when I was little, and now I can't. But I will say, I do, I do think that they're, they're, the WWE still serves a purpose because they keep generating international superstars mm-hmm. that in film that are actually good. <laughs> like The Rock. And John Cena at this point have really done a great job of becoming something outside of wrestling altogether. Yeah, that's that's the formula. Hogan did it. Hogan did it, but Hogan that, did it. Piper did it for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, let's see. These were B movie levels. These are yeah. A. Yeah, like the Rock yeah. is the Rock's like now is like like full like he's like a head like you can't make a movie unless he's like the lead in it. Yeah, it's not like a cameo thing like with Hogan Hogan and in. Uh, what you gonna call it? Which uh, was it? Rocky three, <laughs> yeah. sugar lips, sugar. <laughs> and he's throwing Thunder around lips. <laughs> Thunder lips. That's Thunder what lips. <laughs> Thunder lips. Throwing around a tiny Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> that movie made the first Rocky movies all made Sylvester Stallone. Everyone thinks Sylvester Stallone was like six feet tall. That movie made Sylvester Stallone look like Jesse. That's a funny shit world. I was like, how is Sylvester Sloan that much smaller than fucking Hulk Hogan? And it was like, yeah, he he's only about this big. <laughs> but yeah, man, it, wrestling has wrestling has a way of making stars because they're trained to be that way. Mm. They're trained to be stars in professional wrestling because they they teach them how to act. Yeah. And when when you put on a performance every day for five hundred days. Yeah, but it's bad acting. Not really. If you actually look at wrestling, if you watch wrestling as a as, as a art piece, it's it's way better than it's, it's way better than giving it credit for trying to be something bigger than it is. All right. I'm, I'm wrestling. I watch it because Roman Reigns is sexy. Okay, cool. That's Congratulations. It. That's the only thing I care about. A lot the only of thing I do. care about wrestling. Uh, That's it. There's nothing else about wrestling. Anyway. Sexual Roman chocolate is the, is the one with the dark long hair and the beard, right? Yes, yeah, that's yeah, he's the Rock's one. cousin. He's the Rock's cousin. Yeah, definitely. Yep, he's perfect. 
I don't know. Who, anyway, uh, someone just commented it on YouTube and it made he, no sense. Yeah, I, well, I, their name doesn't make sense. That's you know, uh, did, they, just, they just hit us with a, a Harry Potter spell. I'm gonna assume that that means something in another language. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank Thanks for listening, listening over there, uh, uh, wherever you are. I, I don't. I hope that that's not code. Um, I probably just. <laughs> I probably just started an invasion of Ukraine. Um, he mentioned Jews, and all of a sudden, Russian writing comes up. <laughs> this is weird. This is a weird night for Dot Comedy. Two two to the two two two. See, yeah, it's, it's, it's already, it's already, it's already going off uh, of track. Anyway, I'll only suffice to say, uh, Peacemaker is a special thing, and I'm, I, I'm glad it happened. Okay, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. If you haven't, what about Dave Bautista? Dave Bautista he did a great job. I don't know. Let me look him up. He hasn't like gotten the single like his own thing as much like. Yeah, he's in that. He's in a show on Apple TV that looked good. It was like a Viking show. Okay. Yeah. The he's Guardians. not. Alex Guardians. He was. He, you know, he kind of stole the show, mm-hmm. but he's not. It's not like about him. What'd you say, Candace? I said he's not attractive. I looked him up. Who? Dave Batista? Yeah. He has a fascinating story. He's actually from DC. Yeah, he's from DC. He was a bouncer in DC. Yeah, for a long at the, at, at the 930 Club, I think. Was it wasn't 930 or was it like it was a bunch of clubs around DC that he was a clubs in this area. Yeah. And someone like discovered him? Yeah. No, what happened way. is he always wanted to be a wrestler. So he's half Filipino, half German. He's like giant and he was working out of the clubs and he was dating like the hottest chicks and he was having a great time. And then one day he was 35 years old and people were like, "What happened to that wrestling dream you had?" And he realized at that moment, he's like, I have a choice. Like, I'm 35. I'm either going to pursue it now or forever hold my peace. So then he gave up that lifestyle of, like, sleeping with all these hot women and, like, working at the clubs and making all this money uh, at a very low level to pursue his goal. And then started, like, basically making, like, $100 a week and sleeping, like, with a roommate in a shitty, like, uh, hole-in-the-wall place to pursue to be a wrestler. And he made it at 40. Oh wow, that's awesome! Yeah. yeah, I mean, and he's done. I mean, he's done an excellent job with it too. It's it's impressive. I mm-hmm. mean, nothing short of impressive, especially like having that backstory, right? Like being yeah. able to, you know, your your life's not over when you hit thirty something. Um, Very true. The bad part where like his two daughters uh, ended up getting pregnant at like fourteen because dad wasn't around. But one did a porno, didn't they? I, 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 I think her and her that. boyfriend did a porno. That could be a case. I do know that his uh, relationship with his kids failed because he's pursuing his goal. But that uh, yeah, she did, she did one the same time as uh as what's the name's daughter. So it was like Lawrence the do- Fishburne. Was Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. When it was it was like it's a, a weird it, it was daddy issue. It was daddy issue time. They were, all the porno studios were just getting all the girls with daddy issues and making porno. I know nothing about this. But that's that's wild. They should make a movie of where they're both dads and they're. Kids are getting back. They, at should, they should say it's daddy's home. And it should be. It's, 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 God. I'm a dad. I didn't want to talk there. about this. How do we end up here? I <laughs> I'm I, talking to Jesse. Whenever I, I talk to Jesse, I go I, down a weird, perverted rabbit hole. Well, to, to the point, though, your life is never over. Just because you're over the age of 35, you could still be a WWE superstar and an international acting superstar yes. over the age of 35. Pursue your goals. If you're over 35, Quit your job and do that shit now. All right, tomorrow I'm done. Mm. Jesse Rivas told me today. Don't tempt me. Um. Anyway, two twenty three twenty two. I'm quitting my job. <laughs> That's Jesse Rivas told me. Baby, uh, what would be 
homeless, baby. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to take a quick break, Joe. All right. Oh, man. We're going to sit down. We, you know, we haven't done it in an extended period of time. What's that? We haven't had a conversation with Jesse Reeves. No, we have not. I don't think we've ever interviewed Jesse Reeves on the Back County Podcast. Mm-hmm. We never had to, really. Yeah. He's, he's always, he has ne- he's never come on as like a guest guest. Because he was originally a co-host. Yeah. Because it, it, him and Candace used to have burnt toast and coffee time every Thursday afternoon or, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, man. But we going to sit down for a minute. We can take a quick break. But we'll be back in a minute with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. And we're back in the Dot Comedy Podcast. This segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by CPMMA. That's right, CPMMA. If you're looking for a place where you can train, get in shape, and possibly beat somebody's ass. CPMMA is the place for you. That's right. You can get there. You can go there. You can meet Joey LaFaro when he's all healed up and better. And you can also meet the world champion himself, Pianchi Zimmerman, in the cage. We can whoop your ass just because you're looking at him wrong. We don't really have a, a cage. You don't have a cage? We have a ring. We got to get in the cage. It's a rectangle. When we get a bigger gym. Okay. You know what? This Support th- the campaign. Get a bigger gym. Come to CPMA. CPMMA. Because CPMA also sponsors the Dot Comedy Fight Line. That's right. Every week, our guests are brought to us by the Dot Comedy Fight Line. Brought to you by CPMMA. That's right. Get yourself to College Park Mixed Martial Arts. And we're back, folks. Joey LaFaro, DJ Marcus, Candace August, and our special guest this week, Mr. Jesse Revis. Jesse scrubs the ground. Don't you, Jesse? What on earth does that mean? That mean that mean. I know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in our YouTube comments. <laughs> what does that mean? You don't know what scrub the ground means? I mean, literally, yes. No, that means what is the when urban you, dictionary meaning? When you drop it really low, like 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 you saying you want to lose weight, right? When you when you got a whole whole lot of back end, and you drop it down, yeah. and it get really low when it hit the ground. Oh, that's okay. that's scrubbing the ground. Oh, because I watched okay. my my girlfriend made me watch the pilot of um, the cleaning lady, and it had a very different meaning in that show. Were these racists scrubbing the ground? <laughs> no, but there was blood involved. Oh, that, isn't that like a murder show? Like they they clean up crime scenes. Yeah, she has to clean up murder scenes. Yeah. for a, a that's, criminal. That's all weird. That was you know what phrase I recently found out uh, the slang word blue cheese. What does that mean? I don't think I want to know what that means. It's a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> Why? Nah. Are they blue now? <laughs> I don't. I There's- don't. Just no. fucking why? The blue cheese. I had to look it up. I had to find out what it was. Mm. And that a rah rah is a gun because it goes rah 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 rah. That, that, that's I've, I've heard that before. Because uh, because hey, sometimes you gotta let them things ring off. But Jesse Revis, welcome back to the Dad Comedy Podcast. Boots. Thank you, I appreciate that. It is it is definitely a pleasure having you back on, man. You you are an original Dot Comedy member. Uh, you ha- you were there when 
Joey LaFaro took the stage and you looked up at that stage because he went up right after you. And you looked at that stage and said, you know what? That smooth-faced young man needs to hang out with me more often. And I was sitting in the audience and I went, Joey, that perverted Spanish guy is going to try to fuck you. And Joey was like, hey, he might. He might. (laughs) (laughs) And then they, they became inseparable for like four years. (laughs) <laughs> just, just off the strength of that at Splash Lounge, and then we were both like enough. <laughs> oh man, but yes, Jesse Revis, it is definitely a pleasure to have you back on, man. It's been a while. How have things been for you, man? Been good, man. It's been fantastic. Yeah, I've had a lot of high lows, plateaus, a lot of growth experiences, and uh, back on stage, back crushing it. Yeah, man. I, I, I keep I keep an eye on you on your Instagram. I know you get that hey, girl. Right. Yeah. yeah, you got a new girlfriend. Definitely good. Definitely good look. Um, I, I don't. I, I can't tell you your girlfriend's cute because that's that's against man code. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you anything about her because I wouldn't want you talking about mine. Um, so we're gonna leave it at that. But I definitely seen you on stage and you rocking the show, man. You doing you doing a damn thing. Um, it, how's it been since like with all, with with the COVID thing, variants, and all the other shit coming up? It's been a tricky world for comics. I know that. But how's it been for you specifically, man? Honestly, man, I think um, it's going to sound really weird. But for myself personally, COVID is the best thing that's ever happened. Huh. The lockdowns, the being at home, the reflecting, the having more time to read books and write comedy and make yourself better. It was it, it was. Yo, 2020 was like the best thing. Like, you put me there. I read a bunch of books. I became more successful at everything I did. I discovered different workouts. And it was like, it was so dope that when I got back on stage, um, man, I, I swear I'm, I'm producing my best stuff now. And uh, I, I, it's been nothing but good. Awesome. Even Especially during COVID when everything was closed, I highly enjoyed going to the speakeasy shows where you couldn't even announce when or where the shows or when the shows are, but you could only say we're going to perform in Silver Spring, Maryland, but you couldn't say where until the day of you got an email because everything mm. had to be hush hush. Awesome. Yeah. That's how, how everybody is to a place that you can't advertise. I don't understand. Uh, a lot of people were trying to do stuff because everything was closed down. Renegades. Okay. That's, yeah, how, so that's how we had to <laughs> literally had to like have a certain number because so many people were just like at home dying to go out, especially the uh, dating app people, because they were like, hey, girl, I actually know this underground place I could take you to that's sponsored by weed dispensaries. It's a comedy show. You should come by. So we always had audiences. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that, was, that was the first initial spikes in COVID um, where everybody <laughs> decided, hey, we're back. Well, we actually mentioned one of the shows on the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, did he call you all in words and, uh, and <laughs> said bad no, shit? No, what he said was, uh, so he had done some show in an alley and <laughs> right before going to go see Dave Chappelle and performing with Dave. And he was like, I was sure that I had COVID because since there were no windows or anything because you had to be hush-hush and people were smoking weed all over the audience. Like, it was, there was no masks. It was just like people just smoking weed, just air, just mixing in with each other. And he was like, dude, I was positive I got COVID that day. But he went to Dave Chappelle's uh, little uh, little uh, community that he had there and he tested negative. So 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it worked out. He just carried it in his clothes because that's how Dave Chappelle got COVID two weeks later. See, this is the fundamental reason why this whole thing has been awkward for the year it has. Because people don't seem to listen, Joey. Mm. Jesse has finally shown me that comics don't listen at all. <laughs> Y'all are the reason it's been spreading and no one can go anywhere without four forms of ID. What are you thinking, Joey? I feel like I missed opportunities <laughs> dating things during the summer of 2020. Eh, I mean... You got you good. A lot of went through a lot of extra hoops to do some outdoor shit with some chicks during that summer. Yeah, but you don't smoke weed, so you couldn't really do anything in a dispensary. I can eat an edible. Oh, hey, never know. I I did one the other night. It was fun. I can't do that with anybody until I got too high, and then I had to go nap nap. (laughs) Stupid. Oh man, but yeah, man, Jesse. So so so. Hey, you sound like you had a fun pandemic. Like you've had an eventful and a prosperous pandemic because you, you again, like I said, last time I saw you on stage, you were you it was it was at the uh, who show was that? What's that guy's name? I forgot his damn name. Art Garfield. Art Garfield show. Oh, and, you're, and, you're, and your sets come a long way, man. Like it's it's it's, it's definitely you've definitely refined it. And you you've gotten to the point where I can I'm gonna sit through a Jesse Rivas set and I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna have fun with it because Jesse I've I've sat through a lot of Jesse sets. And Jesse, Jesse has Jesse has been one of my favorite people. Like me and Jesse get along above most people. But I've sat through Jesse's sets and I've gone, "All right, cool. <laughs> we, we, we we almost finished with this, <laughs> but I'm going to support you, so I'm going to stay there anyway." But but it, but you've definitely come a long way, man, and I'm definitely proud of you. That comedy is proud of you, man. And we, it's, and we, it's the being locked up, man. It's the being locked in at home. You got nothing to do. Eventually, you start looking at that notebook. There you go. You know, how many old WrestleManias can I watch? And I have to start writing jokes. I have to start facing the man in the mirror and being go. like, who do you want to be remembered as? Candace, what were you saying? I was gonna say I can't think of her name. Janelle something on Netflix. Um, she has a uh, one of the comedy specials. Janelle James. She's so hilarious. And she was saying that anybody who bettered themselves during the pandemic is a psychopath. She was like, she was like, people asked me if I was writing during the uh, pandemic. She was like, hell no. I thought we were all gonna die. Why would I be writing? Anybody that bettered themselves during during lockdown is a psychopath. You know, I went through phases. That's you, Jesse. I had, I had like, I had like the phases where I was like writing and and working out and trying to better myself. And I also had the phases where I was like, I don't know what, what's tomorrow. Do is is today today. What's yeah? What's yesterday? I don't know what these things are anymore. And then I was, then I wrote really bad jokes because I was only like you were sad. No, I was just talking to like the voices in my head, and uh-huh. they're not funny. Very true. Um, and- yeah, I was working out like crazy. I was reading books. Uh, I studied Islam. Like, it was fucking great. Jesse looked so- at this pandemic and said, I'm coming out on the other side of this bullshit. We- <laughs> the world is going to be a better place when I get finished with this damn lockdown. Because I-, I know 90% of people were like, this is some shit. I can't do nothing. Mm-mm. And Jesse's like, I can do everything. Everything I want to. They, lock- they closed my office. I don't got to go to work. I'm gonna go to com- I'm gonna go to a speakeasy and smoke weed and tell jokes. This is this is like this go. gonna be my day. How many hours we spent commuting before the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, Very true. That's like what? That's two hours a day, maybe even more. Yeah, every single day, unpaid for hours, years, decades. 
Oh man, and then you get all that extra time back and you can do shit with it. It's amazing. That was the most annoying I love being doing comedy. <laughs> That was the most annoying thing at the beginning of the pandemic, too, was, like, everybody realizing how much, like, they could have been letting us work from home this whole fucking time. <laughs> no, my, my, my because best... Because they had that shit spun up with the oh, yeah. week of. There was no lull in productivity. Biggest... My office is still trying to bring us back. They're still trying to bring us back. Like, we have proven for for two years that we can work from home. And they're like, no, no, we gotta bring... Why? No, because they know that, like, six they of you... They want to micromanage you in person. They know that six of you have five other work-from-home jobs. <laughs> Pretty much. That's the hustle, is everybody's doing, like, three or four work-from-home jobs at once. Yeah. And I, fi- I figured out something at the beginning of the pandemic. As long as your pandemic. meetings don't overlap, you're yeah. good. The pandemic uh, showed me that um, accidents on the beltway are caused by non-essential people. Um, so y'all need to keep your non-essential asses in the house. Because mm. there were no accidents, and there was no traffic when I had to go to work, and I'm essential. That's so. true. People just forget how to drive. The more yeah. days when there's people on the road, it's like roller derby. I get <laughs> every day I go to Seven Eleven near my house. I almost get into eight accidents. Oh yeah, I'm that's, not even that's the worst fucking Seven Eleven in the world to go to. <laughs> fucking ridiculous <laughs> ass. It's all driving it right into my ankles. What are you doing? You know what I thought was fascinating during the pandemic? You got to see a fine line of who was left and who was right politically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's a third number that most people didn't consider. Which is the people who are left but just don't give a fuck. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that was downtown Silver Spring. <laughs> yeah. I remember going to downtown Silver Spring June 2020, and that shit looked like there was no pandemic. Like people were just <laughs> out there with no masks, well, smoking buka, grinding on strangers. <laughs> like it was. <laughs> I was like, uh, aren't you, where'd you guys align politically? They're like, oh, we just don't care. We're just selfish. Mm-hmm. It's about me now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, man. It definitely is. It, hap- I'm happy to have you on again, Jesse. Um, and I'm glad to see you doing well and and getting bigger in this comedy thing because you're doing big shows. I've seen you a couple times. You did. We did a show together at uh the Howard Theater right before the pandemic. Yeah. 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 And that was a, yeah, that was an awesome show too. Uh man. But we got we got to do big more thing more big things in the com- what big looking? more things. <laughs> we got to do big more things in the future. Yes, uh, that's racist. Oh, damn it! You gonna get me canceled, Joey? Uh, but yeah, man, definitely shout out, shout out your um, Instagrams, your uh, your your Facebook, your profiles. Where you at, Jesse? Jerry was comedy on Instagram. Jerry was on Facebook. Awesome, man! That is definitely that is definitely definitely worth a look. Because uh, you you're funny. You got your meme game is on is on point too. Like I watch your stories and you hit you hit the memes the memes out the park. I got I send a couple to my girlfriend every now and again. <laughs> She'll she'll laugh at him and she'll be like, "You stupid! Your friend's stupid too." <laughs> that's how, that's how life's supposed to be. Oh man! But Joey, yes, what's going on in the world, man? Uh, so um, you know where Lake Tahoe is? Yes, isn't that in Florida? <laughs> it's in California. I'm pretty sure it's in California. Oh, yes. I don't know why I thought. I think it's. I always think it's in in Florida because it sounds like a place in Florida. Like I don't, I've never heard of lakes in California that I, that I should go to. So there's a neighborhood near this lake. Okay. That has a new uh, type of burglar, and <laughs> it's not a cat burglar; it's a, a a bear burglar. Oh. There is a 500 pound bear <laughs> named Hank the Tank <laughs> that has broken into 28 homes in South Lake Tahoe, and is responsible for 152 reports of. Quote, conflict behavior. 
conflict behavior. <laughs> that's, what the, that's the official terminology. Uh, he is a severely food habituated bear. The California Department of Fish and Game, uh, Fish and Wildlife said it means that the animal has lost its fear of people and associating people with access to food. That's what food habituated means. Yes. <laughs> you know what's weird about that story? I st- I'm still not sure if it's like a bear, or like or like a bear. Like it's a hairy, a hairy white man. It's <laughs> just a big hairy no, white man. It was just that. <laughs> oh no, there's a picture. Oh, is he a is he a brown bear or a black bear? He's a, a black. It looks like a black bear a black in the picture. Bear. It's a black bear. Used to be a black. There bear. he is. Oh, it's the color of a black bear, but the size of a grizzly. I imagine Dan from Roseanne. That nigga could just have my house. That bear. That that bear. Is a giant bear. <laughs> Talk about BMI. <laughs> His BMI is ninety nine. I feel like I, feel like I can outrun that bear. Way you can't outrun that much. That's what I'm saying. You can't outrun him though. I, it, like, I can definitely that fast bear. No, let him have the sandwich, baby. <laughs> Let him have the sandwich. Just give him the sandwich. Just go about your day. That that he got a house. They think it either you know, recliner too. Shit, he's entirely too goddamn big. If they ain't sh- why they ain't shot him yet. This is the fundamental reason I don't understand when when animals come into people's property. Why aren't they shot? <laughs> I, I seriously never understood that 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 whole perspective because I would shoot that nigga in the face. The bears use its immense size and strength to break in and through front doors and garage doors. Oh, at least he's using the door. Um, the most recent incident occurred late last week when local police officers were called to a home on Catalina Drive for a quote report of Hank inside a house. <laughs> According to this, is that a Tahoe Police Department? <laughs> Is that a, uh, a, a an actual code for the police down there? I guess like so. To flush Hank out, two officers banged on the exterior of the home until he popped out a back door. The police department said, adding the officers stayed in the area to be sure the huge bear didn't approach other houses. Mm. Quote, this bear did not break into a garage where trash was kept that he was sniffing out, the police said. He broke into a secured home through a small window in the photo and somehow squeezed inside. <laughs> This bear, this is Yogi. This bear, yeah, it is. This is fucking Yogi. Yogi. <laughs> this is when Yogi gets aggressive. Yeah, this is a big ass Yogi bear. The state has launched a special trapping effort to remove Hank the Tank from Tahoe's Keys area of South Lake Tahoe. Wow. After he's in custody, officials will have to decide whether he can be placed in a controlled habitat or whether he should be euthanized. <sighs> An outcome, the agency said that, quote, is always our last option. Okay. So this whole Hank the Tank thing reminds me of something I haven't asked in months. What happened to those zebras <laughs> that were in PG County? I knew she what was bringing them motherfucking zebras back up. She, <laughs> she, she ain't talked about the zebras in a goddamn bit. Hank ate them. <laughs> the Bear League, a local nonprofit that aims to protect bears, says Hank is being targeted for death by the state agency. God damn. I'm just a use back. There's targeted a, for death. There's that a, sounds like a movie there's a, there's a group called the Bear League because, of course, there is. Damn hippies! This is California. I want to watch. I want to see that uh, that group's like protest because you know it's got to be hilarious. <laughs> the group uh, also said it agrees with the state assessment that relocation to a bear wait, habitat wait. elsewhere in the wild is not an option. Shoot them! Don't shoot them! Shoot them! No. They shot Harambe, and Harambe saved the baby. You can't let people have. You can't yep, feed they the shot bear. Cecil the lion. 
yeah. l- listen, some dumbass kept feeding this bear. And that's what started all this shit. It's, it's like Betty White in Lake Placid. Yeah. You ever see, have all of you seen Lake Placid, the movie with the mm-hmm. alligators? The gigantic goddamn alligators. And Betty White's been feeding them for 50 years. So now they're the size of a fucking Buick. And they're just eating people. And she and she keeps hiding them every time the police come to her house. It's just the same fucking thing. And now no one knows how who fed this goddamn bear all these damn years. Now it's time to blow them up. You put some C4 inside of a, inside of a, uh, a, a honey pot. What the fuck? And then you blow them up. That's that's how you that's how you kill a bear. That, that is that's terrible. Yeah, oh, you wouldn't blow the bear up, Joey? No. What would you do? I'd let him have a like habitat. Like habitat. He, he clearly is comfortable around people now. So put he, him in a circus. But he he's perfectly suited for being in a zoo more so than the bears they probably had in the zoo. Okay. All right. Okay, I agree. And they can just give him like leftovers from the cafeteria at this point because he's not like they don't need to fly in fresh fish for him. He's not even about it. He don't even want fish no more. He's like, give me that half-eaten Big Mac. I'll have the rest of that. <laughs> All right, what else is going on, dude? Uh, so I think we talked about this a while back. Uh, the U.S. women um, soccer team, national soccer team, had a uh, lawsuit against the U.S. Soccer Federation. Yeah, because um, they weren't getting paid, treated equally. They weren't getting paid. No, they weren't getting. I thought no, no yeah, they weren't getting paid. They enough. weren't getting paid enough. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team announced Tuesday that it's reached a twenty-four million dollars settlement with the U.S. Soccer Federation. How many women are in on the U.S. Soccer Team? That is a good question. Because twenty million dollars, if it's if it's twenty of them, they each get a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's thirty of them. <laughs> Number starts getting too damn low for everybody yeah, to care. That's, that's the first sport that really deserves that. Yeah, they do an awesome job. Here's the thing. Yeah. They should be getting paid more than the men's team because exactly. they actually win games. And they're more fun to watch. The men's team is a bunch of bitches. They're actors. I continue to say they're actors. They're a bunch of soft ass bitches until they step up and actually win something. The men's team is soft ass bitches. I'm so tired of the US men's soccer team. Who's on the men's soccer team? I don't even know anymore. Okay. Lexus Lalas? Lexus Lalas? Alexi Lalas has been on that team since 1989. <laughs> He's the guy who talks about the people. That's always I know who he is. They only brought him out at every World Cup to be the American announcer. <laughs> and he doesn't even have an American name. His name is Alexi Lalas. <laughs> okay. And then we have like Landon Donovan and fucking Clint. Barton, whatever his name <laughs> Clint was. Clint Barton's there. There was a Clint. There was a Clint Dempsey. Clint Dempsey and uh, was it uh, Jose Altador who never did a fucking thing. Everybody was saying, "Although I got Altador," and then Altador would run out there and be big and it hurt himself. Like it would just sprain his ankle. The worst. Oh man, I'm just mad. I want my 2006 summer back because I followed that stupid fucking team. Summer 2006, you followed? No, wait, 2010. 2010 was was the one where uh, they tricked me. Oh, the World Cup. World Cup. Yeah. Hey, man. I, I, I don't watch soccer anyway. 2006 was the year Italy won, so I'm cool with that. There you go. Joey has Speaking no. Speaking of the Olympics, have we ever seen Shikari versus the white girl that didn't get banned for her drugs? Did we talk? We about talked about that last week. We, we talk about these things okay. when they're relevant when they happen. First of all, it was Whether, a week ago. It's what, still relevant. Did, did we talk about the Tinder swindler? No, but because no one's seen it but you. <laughs> it's so good. 
Is that what a movie? <laughs> I thought it was a person. It's a Netflix something. Random dude was on Tinder, and he was like, like hooking up with a bunch of chicks and getting them to like take loans out and sell their homes and sell their cars, <laughs> so he could like he made like ten million dollars dating girls. The hot dick bandit. This would fucking annoy the fuck out of me. <laughs> Why? I can already tell. Because there's gonna be like levels of dumb, and every time it's gonna like make me want to murder people. Uh, okay. I wouldn't watch it because I don't care that much. It's the same reason. You know, I, you know what his only superpower was? Dick. He listened. <laughs> he listened. Yeah, all the I listened. I listened, listen and, and a woman ain't gave me shit. How do you listen on Tinder? Thank it's you. A, it's a written uh-huh. medium. He's read it the was, messages. He marked no, the messages read, and they were like, oh, you're such a good listener. No, no. no it was predatory. He was listening to everything they said, like, listening for holes and weaknesses and things that he can use against them. So yes, he was listening, but it was all just for his own business. He was listening for answers to security questions. (laughs) Oh, he pulled it. Now you see me on them motherfuckers. (laughs) Hit him with the now you see me. He's like, what was your mom's middle name? What's your mother's middle name? It's called social engineering. Yes. And we learned about that in security plus class. And I learned about that in uh, in anti-money laundering class from a job. (laughs) So yeah, we, it's, these people are stupid. It was really Michael Weston. <laughs> was it? Was it the blacklist? But Michael Weston could have easily done that. Yeah. He did it on like five different episodes. Yeah. Um, have you watched Love is Blind yet? Have you done that? No. Jesse, is anyone in a relationship, damn it? Jesse, Jesse just watches shit with his girl. He's like, Jesse just, he's like, baby, what are we watching today? Oh, we watching Love and Hip Hop. Oh, shows real? Okay. I guess so. Yes, we are. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, Joey. Yes. Guess what we got, man? What? We had a segment that we haven't had in a while. What's that? We asking a question. Oh. You know what the question is? What is the question? Never have I ever. Not that <laughs> not that's, that question. That's a statement. That's a statement. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> I thought we were gonna play Never Have I Ever. We're gonna ask questions and we're gonna do no. the fingers. We don't have the alcohol for that. No. We we don't have we don't have the patience for that one. This is the question we ask here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. And we go to our resident woman, the lady in charge. I'm sorry, yeah, the resident woman. I don't know why that, that didn't sound right coming out either. <laughs> Candace, what they she did want? Her residency in womanhood at <laughs> Trinity College. <laughs> All right, so there's only one thing that uh, the Twitters are talking about uh, today, and it is how Michael Jordan palmed Mary J. Blige's ass. Like, just straight up palmed her ass, um, and everyone is talking about it. And I even heard a rumor that the song Real Love is about Michael Jordan because they had a fling back in the 90s. Oh, okay. Well, I saw the video. And and Michael Michael Jordan grabbed the top of her ass. That wasn't no ass but he, grab. It was the top of her ass, Joey. It was the top he, of her ass. He, he touched her waist, but he's a seven-foot man, right? That's what so I'm his saying. Hands like well, he's not that his tall. hand went Hold like on. this. Hold on. He's a shooting guard. His he's not seven feet tall. three hands. But he is, like, relative to her, he's a giant. And mm-hmm. his arms, you can see his, like, his elbow's all the way back. He can't, he can't, in a suit, you can't get your elbow but so high behind you. So he had done the maximum clearance he could. And then if he really wanted to, I think he could have done a full ass palm and she wouldn't have given a fuck. Very true. He is Michael Jordan. Technically, the area he was in is referred to as the low back from a trainer standpoint. Or the top ass. 
It's the top ass yeah, the in my training. Lower back for her waist. It's just that his hand is so huge that it went from right. her waist all the way to the top He's of her. He's got ass. a wingspan, man. I can't be. He, mad he at put that. his thumb on her waist, and his pinky was in her butthole. It wasn't That's 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 how in, big Michael Jordan's hand is. It was in that little dip right before the butthole starts. There's that little the, there's like that little scoop right before. Damn near hit her taint. His his pinky was there's almost like that, at her taint. There's that little there's that little scoop between the tailbone and the top of the asshole, and then it was right in there. It was right there. That's a dip. That's the pinky divot. The pinky. That's where you put your pinky. You put your pinky right there. So you ho- oh, okay. We got it. we're on what they want. I can't go into detail. Uh, <laughs> Since when? <laughs> so so the funny thing that, that that me and Joey found out right as we, as we were in as we were because Candace brings this up to us. So this week we decided to actually invest in in what they want this week. Uh, so I dug a little deeper, Candace. There was mm-hmm. a, there was an incident with her and Tyrese. Yes, where he wouldn't <laughs> let her touch his thigh. Where she wouldn't let him touch her thigh, and he was like, "Yeah, get the rest of the thigh." And he's like moving her dress over, and she's like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey." No, no, she said, and I quote, "Hey, hey, nigga." <laughs> So I know, so I know Tyrese was sitting at home going, "God damn, Michael just grabbed all ass, and I just wanted a little piece, of, little piece of Kentucky fried thigh, mm. and I can't even get that." Mm. And the, the difference is, Tyrese ain't the goat. You got to be the greatest. You got to be the greatest of all greatest time. Yeah. Of all time to touch Mary J. Blige's. Mary ass. J. Blige is like goats only. And pretty much. Exactly. Well, except her ex-husband who just took all her money. Who was her ex-husband? Goats. The only. guy that got that alimony. Touched her ass, maybe. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe oh, yeah. Tom Brady. Goats only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not comedy goats. Comedy goats don't get to do that. <laughs> but Simone Biles could if she wanted to. Could touch oh, her ass. She's engaged. She is. She did got engaged. See oh yeah, I did see. I see. I saw that post before you showed that post to me, Joey. Mm-hmm. And I went, "Who the fuck is this nigga?" Say, I, I had the same response I had to seeing that dusty nigga with Halle Berry on Valentine's Day. I don't know who the fuck these these broke looking motherfuckers be who finally get these women off the market. They don't make any sense to me. That was the most basic proposal I've ever seen. <laughs> it was like they built a set for a TV show. They, no, that's not even the fact. Because if they had built the set for a TV show for a proposal, it would have been more decked out. Yes. He took somebody's gazebo. He just found a gazebo. He found a gazebo. Like any old gazebo. I was about to say. He proposed to somebody's backyard. Like, <laughs> come on now. This is, the, this is an Olympic champion. She deserves a special proposal. Hopefully yes. they had some like picnic date there that was really special or something. I don't know what, but she seemed happy, so more power Congratulations. to Congratulations. I, I, as, as, I, as I'm forced to do on the Dot Comedy Podcast on a contingency basis, I'm congratulating another engaged woman who's off the market for us. Uh, congratulations. I always love seeing um, the, the uh, gymnast with someone else standing next to them, they're so tiny. Like, you know they're tiny, but then you see somebody standing next to them and you see exactly how tiny they are. I thought be like he was tall, but now like, you have a very good point. He might not be that tall. He's, he's probably like 5'11". No, him and Joey are the same height. It's just she's so Jim damn short. She, he looks like a giant. That's why they shot it from down at angle. <laughs> they shot it actually from below his bent knee. <laughs> damn. Right. Uh, well, but, she's little. Yeah, she's tiny. Oh man, but yeah, congratulations, Simone Biles. Uh, get, say, I don't know who that is. Like, you don't know who gymnast? Simone Biles is, the gymnast. He's almost the same height I, as her when he's on one knee. Like, I think Dominique Nas and Dominique 
Muchiano. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Suggs. God damn it! You ain't watched the Olympics since '94. Look at a Wheaties box. All right, let me look up this. You said Read Simone. a Wheaties box. Why is why is why are all of Jesse's references like the '89 Olympics? Because he's not that old. Yeah. He's younger than us. Stars was in the Olympics decades ago. She like, was in the '90 Olympic in the Olympics in Georgia. That was yeah, yeah. When Kurt Angle broke his neck. <laughs> That, that was the moment. That was the moment Jesse stopped paying attention to yes. the sports. <laughs> but Kurt Angle broke his fucking yes, neck. Yes, and then he only paid attention to fake sports. Yes. Oh and then he won goodness. a gold medal with a broken neck, and then he became the WWE champion. I was there. That's why Probably I never really like, bought the whole broken neck thing, because I'm like, a broken neck, but he wrestles. <laughs> he wrestles a broken neck <laughs> every day. Me? Oh, my goodness. Uh, anything else going on with K- in Candace's world? That's it. That's, That's all it? I got today. Oh man! Oh, I got I got something for for uh, what they want. Um, this Pete Davidson and Kanye thing is getting out of hand. Um, oh I think, my god! I think Kanye is going to kill Pete Davidson by twenty twenty four. I think Pete Davidson has more people than you might realize. Eh, okay, well, people like, like who? I don't know, but it seems like he has like. I think he has a society of of like he's probably got some connections you don't know about. It doesn't seem they're not Peace Davidson connections like you wouldn't expect him to have them. He has those he has those Lauren Michaels connections. I think that's oh, where no, most no. of his connections come from. Yeah, there's they, he's got a he's got a, a, a cleaner like he, they he, they got they got certain resources. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck Pete Davidson got in general because that motherfucker keep popping up badass broads. You like, know he has a handler. <laughs> They got, a, they got a handler to clean yeah, up his messes. So There's no way he can be doing all this Grande shit otherwise. Said, no, Ariana Grande said that he has like a super large dick. Like that's that is that's not that what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's his handler. That's not gonna prevent pre- prevent protect him I from that's Kanye. Joey was talking about. I thought that was code for like the handler. Like <laughs> Joey's like he's got a handler. That'd be the worst nickname for your dick ever. <laughs> I call it the handler. Like that sounds like you masturbate. Like that's just all. That's the handle. Yeah, (laughs) that's not the handler. That's the handle. Oh man, but yeah, man. So what what do you mean the handler? He handles me. What? No. (laughs) Well, that's it for what they want, Joey LaFaro. Thank God. (laughs) Joe just on a big rant about Pete Davidson's penis. I did not. Marcus, you promised to talk about Chet Hanks. Okay, let's do this. I didn't promise shit. I mentioned it because it is your fault. Because Chet Hanks ain't shit. (laughs) Chet Hanks does not deserve that comedy time, but I'm gonna. I mean, okay, Hanks. what was that? Chet Hanks is Tom Hanks's son. Oh, is that the dude from Dexter? No. Jesse, why don't you know who anybody is? Because well, Chet Hanks is a useless human being. No yes. one needs to know who he is. Colin Hanks is actually a, a decent human yeah, being. Yeah, that's Colin. So that's, Colin was on Dexter. That's the that's the Hanks that you should care about. Yes, Colin Hanks was on Dexter, uh, but Chet Hanks. Jesse, you never heard the song "White Boy Summer"? Like that was it was hot like a couple years ago. "White Boy Summer." Do you remember that? It was like a YouTube sensation. Okay, never mind. Jesse didn't have a white boy summer. Jesse's brown. Uh, he had a brown okay. a brown guy weekend. That's that was okay. Jesse. That was Jesse. <laughs> just says brown guy weekends. Um, if it makes you feel better, I don't know any Bad Bunny songs. Me neither. Uh, neither do I. He's the number one star in the world. Uh, oh, he performed. He he actually did wrestle like WrestleMania. He was he's actually no, wants to be a pro wrestler. Song. He wants to be a pro wrestler, which is stupid. <laughs> I only have heard the name because of the Levitard show, and no. they brought him up. But I don't. Is he a DJ or something? Yeah, DJ. More of a DJ than a 
artist. Him and Bad Batty. Uh, or, no, that's her uh, name. Uh, the Cash Me Outside Girl. Never Ch- mind. I don't Ch- care. Ch- I don't Hanks care about these people. Chet Hanks. Let's get over with Chet Hanks. We started on Chet Hanks. Let's end Chet Hanks. Fuck Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks said that he had never had a male role model in his life to tell him how to handle uh, life uh, being a celebrity son. Who's supposed to tell you about so, that? Your brother seemed to uh, do fine. His, his <laughs> Thank you. Huh? Go ahead, Candace. Go ahead. Who's supposed to teach him about being a celebrity son? Perhaps Tom Hanks, his celebrity father. Like I don't like. But Tom Hanks was never a celebrity son. How's he supposed to know? Uh, Colin, Colin was on Dexter. That's what I'm saying. His brother, his brother did fine. He was right there. Didn't have the same problem. <laughs> All you did was look him. over, but he was like, "Nah, I can't be like be like Colin. I got to do it my way, and my way is going to be wigger tarted. Really, really, it's really wigger tarted. That's what his way is. Wigger tarted. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of Chet Hanks. Um, Chet Hanks is trying to besmirch Tom." In every way he possibly can. First with that ridiculous Jamaican accent, and then with that all the. And oh then, my God! Is he one of the island boys? <laughs> he might no. as well fucking be. He's like the original. Island He's the boy. original island boy. He inspired them. <laughs> Speaking of role models, yeah. He's there. He's their role model. He is hot. Like, despite myself, I don't want to like him, but he's hot as shit. Candace just keeps picking up on these white boys that don't make no damn sense. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it, Candace. I don't understand it at all. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still lost on that. But I, I'll let you be. I'll let you have your fantasies. Mm. Fantasies of tattooed white men <laughs> running around with you. Oh, Lord. What else is going on in the world, Joey? Uh, the XFL is back. Next or, year? Or it'll be. Yeah, it's coming back. What's that? That's the, uh, the WWE's NFL. WWE tried to start a football league a couple years ago, uh, and, and it, COVID ended that. It, well, no, it, the first time it ended because it was just uh, ridiculous, it, ridiculous nonsense. <laughs> the second time, um, COVID stopped it, and now it's yes, coming he back. Hate me. And now it's coming back, but actually, this time around, they've actually partnered with the NFL mm-hmm. to help them become basically like a minor league. It's going to be the B league, the uh, G League for the NFL, which is a really smart play for them because there's actually competition because there's also the UF USFL that's starting this year. Okay, so they're not going to be first to market, but they have the NFL partnership, which may help them compete. So now we have like the battle of the second tier football leagues coming mm-hmm. up. So it might get interesting. Okay, it also might be terrible football. It but could, could be horrendous fucking football. If it gets us through to through the through the non main NFL season, then I'll be happy with it. Okay. Well, what's the USFL? What, I thought that was like folded like back in like the 70s. There's a it new was. one. Yeah. We're starting up again. There's another one that's been started. Tell us the story. What is the story on how that got started? Why it got started? Who's doing it? Where but, can we watch? Basically, it's the same. Basically, someone was like, hey, we should restart the XFL. And the other and one other guy, instead of like being like, yeah, we should do that. He's like, nah, I don't know about that. And then he went off and was like, hey. We're gonna do. We're gonna beat them to market with this thing. We'll call it the USFL, and we're gonna do the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's just been an arms race to have because there's been a there's always been, there's been this market for it's been a gap in off, there for years. Well, an off season league, right? To to be during the non during the during the the non football months so because of how popular football is during football season. There's these you know other half of the year where no one's playing, and another league could could you know get into that space. 
So basically, when these two leagues got spun up, there it was it was at the same time, but neither one's been able to kind of become stable. Mold. Yeah. And so. COVID kind of shut the whole thing down. So yeah. they're both trying to come back in different ways. But um, yeah, the XFL partnership with the NFL is going to be bigger. It's going to make it bigger because they use that as a, as a farm league, especially for like mm-hmm. college talent. Yeah. Because remember, you only get how many how many people come out in the draft every year. Uh, 220 some. So 220 some out of like three grand of, of, of college right. seniors who graduate and don't have like anywhere to go or do or they professional go, football. Go play mutant football in Canada. Yeah. Go play Canadian football or, Euro, or the Euro league. With funky rules. Yeah. Well, the Euro league's not even a thing anymore. Oh, they can't, oh, they canceled that too. See, so there's nothing for them to do. So now you're giving opportunities. Now, now that, now that. Fifth string uh, running back that was horrible in college can have the opportunity to get better somewhere and actually learn and grow. Did Oh, fun fact. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Redbird Capital, and Danny Garcia, Johnson's ex-wife and business partner, teamed up to purchase the XFL for approximately $15 million in 2020. He owns it now? So apparently, yes. I, I heard he was trying to buy it. I heard him and his ex-wife were trying to buy it. Him and his ex-wife do a lot of shit together to be exes. You know, they might just have a good working relationship. Because <laughs> they own that film company, too. Uh, $5 in your pocket or some shit. There you go. Yeah. So, hey, if, if you can work with your ex. Meanwhile. I'd, I'd slap mine in the face. Meanwhile, Shane Mosley's ex-wife owns his championship belts. <laughs> in the divorce. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to her. <laughs> shit. <laughs> She was like, you cheated? Fuck you, I'm the world champion. Now. I'm the world champion. <laughs> oh, man. But what else is going on, Joey? Let's get this out, man. Meanwhile, in Utah, a man instructed his four-year-old son to shoot at officers following an argument at a McDonald's. <laughs> okay, first. You know they were white. Let's break this statement down. <laughs> in Utah, a man instructed his five-year-old son. Four. Four-year-old son. To shoot at police. Is everybody alive still? It didn't report any deaths. No so. deaths, so guess what? Get so why did you guys know he was Why, why does the four-year-old know how to operate a firearm? There's so many questions why? here. Because that's what the whites are doing now, man. The whites are teaching their kids how to, how to get ready for Armageddon. Like, they are they're ready for the race war. Authority. We are behind, Candace. We need to get our brown children together. Authority said... Why are you giving your four-year-old child a weapon? Why? Because he's taking the same role as the insurrectionists. <laughs> Pretty much. He's, he's going to be up there in the next uh, January 6th. He read about that shit happening in Iraq and was like, you know what? We could do that. Um, <laughs> authorities said they were called after a man brandished a gun at McDonald's drive through employees. What you, mean your, what you mean your frosty machine ain't working? He said it occurred <laughs> on Monday at 1.30 p.m. at the McDonald's located at 425 West, 7200 in, in South Midvale. According to a press release issued by the United Unified Police Department, authorities say the man pulled out a gun after workers got his order wrong. The drive through <laughs> workers told the man to drive to the next window and called the police. When police arrived, they instructed the man to exit the vehicle. The man refused to comply with these orders. Officers then approached the car and pulled the man from the vehicle. An officer turned around to see a young child pointing a gun at him from inside the car. The officer vocalized to other officers there was a gun while swiping the gun to the side as a round was fired from the gun. The officer recognized the young age of the individual with a firearm and yelled out, kid, to the other officers. 
The child who fired the weapon is four years old and was in the backseat of the car with a three-year-old sibling. Oh, my God. The information collected during this ongoing investigation indicates that the father of the child told the child to shoot at the police. Okay, so... Now this, I'm, it, uh, now. this is an episode of Peacemaker. <laughs> is it real? This is literally the plot of Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> now, if that, that, now that, that cop had two options. He yelled out gun, and then he yelled out kid. Uh, if that was a black kid in the back of that, of that car, that second yell wouldn't, have, wouldn't have fucking happen. That if, car would have been riddled, riddled with bullets. I don't know that it would have only because if the officer was close enough to move the gun away from himself. After a round went off? No, that car was riddled. How are they going to shoot the officer in the back? He's clearly standing in front of the window where the kid is. That, that, you know shoot people? That, huh? What'd you say? Who's Chris? They never shoot people there. <laughs> what? Yes, no, people never get shot at Ruth Chris. That's very true. Walmart, the baby's killing people at Walmart and shit. <laughs> Only poor people kill people. We've, we've had this discussion previously. <laughs> McDonald's is like a $5 Happy Meal. They're losing their mind. But here's the thing, though. Never do more people want to get violent than when they see the bill at Ruth's Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because I've gotten one of those bills. I can't pay rent this month. God <laughs> damn it. Between Ruth's Chris and Champions. Oh, included? <laughs> yes. Uh, but yes, that, that, that kid that kid was lucky. Uh, I guess they're in foster care now. Or with yeah. their mama. Whatever the hell. How is that not child endangerment? To give a firearm to a four-year-old. I don't think anyone's like, saying is he not, it is. Is he not in jail yet? Well, he's in jail oh, now. Yeah. Cause he, did the guy get shot though? Like, did he actually like land or just shoot at the? He dude? just shot it. He just the shot kid, through the window, yeah, probably. The, the kid shot, but the officer had like moved the gun away. Can you imagine how miserable it must be to show up to work that day? Like, you fought traffic. You're, you work at McDonald's. It already sucks. You're getting paid minimum wage. Babies are shooting at you. Like, <laughs> but you got a story. Can you imagine what his Instagram status must have been that day? <laughs> you get a story though. You get a story behind that one. That one. That one's one of those work stories where you go, "Hey, I get to tell people this shit happened to me at work today." It's like, what are you? I'm a firefighter. You know, I fight fires. What are you? I'm a cop. What are you? A marine. What are you? A McDonald's employee. <laughs> well, I mean, shit. McDonald's is a dangerous place, especially when that uh, that that McFlurry machine ain't working. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to take the brunt of this. And finally. Hey, Joey. What else you got, man? Because I know we're coming to the end. Literally, I was going to say. And finally. No, uh, okay. God damn it. I need to say, I'm trying to set you up for, for success. Meanwhile. Hey, Joey. Uh, meanwhile. In China, uh, they're claiming there, there's a rocket that was on its way to the moon. Um, we, we, I think we had mentioned this in a previous episode. Um, I was going to crash into it. Uh, now China is claiming that it's not theirs. So the upper stage of a rocket will slam into the Japan. Moon. People just read that wrong. The rest of the details are less clear. First believed to be a SpaceX rocket fragment, the space junk was later identified as part of a Chinese rocket from the Pathfinder mission uh, Chang Chang Five T One. Something which China denies. Of course, it would be Chang's. According <laughs> Chang Five. According to China's monitor uh, monitoring, the upper stage of the Chinese Five mission. Rocket has fallen 
through the Earth's atmosphere in a safe manner and burnt up completely. China's aerospace endeavors are always in keeping with international law. We are committed to earnestly safeguarding long-term sustainability of our outer space activities and are ready to have extensive changes in cooperation with all sides. Yo, who got beef with the moon now? <laughs> China. <laughs> this is hilarious to me because I just watched season two of Space Force mm-hmm. on Netflix. And this seems like an episode. Like It does. I expect like Steve Carell to come out and react to it. Nah. China rich as fuck. They probably lent some alien nation some money. And now they're like sending them a warning. They want the fucking money back. <laughs> they sending a warning to the aliens on the other side of the moon. <laughs> they're, 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 like, they're like, give us our damn money. We ain't playing with you. <laughs> Call China the Iron Bank. Is that what we're doing? China's the new Iron Everybody Bank. Everybody owes China money, and they're mad yes. now. <laughs> oh my goodness! I think, so that's like that's all it's going to be is we owe them money, so we can't call them on their bullshit. <laughs> right? We're just going to keep lying, and we're going to have to. Dude, do you remember when um, John Cena apologized? You're speaking like full Mandarin, apologizing to, to China. Yeah, for calling uh, Taiwan its own nation. Oh yeah, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, everybody has to keep apologizing. I watched that. I watched the episode of uh, John uh, Cena's Mandarin. Yeah, John Cena speaks like five languages. Good Dude, him. no celebrity has seen more Make a Wish kids than John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. John Cena is a world traveler. John, he's he's up there. Um, but yeah, it, I watched the episode of uh, Last Week Tonight. Mm-hmm. Before we, before we get out of here. And that's what they were talking about when everyone has to keep apologizing when they talk about Taiwan as a country. Because <laughs> China always steps in and goes, hey, motherfucker, that is not a country. And, <laughs> then, and then they're like, and then everybody's like, oh, oh is, I'm, not, I'm not supposed to do that. And I, I'm, not, I'm, not supposed to, I'm, not supposed, I'm not supposed to do that. Stop, stop using the voice you no, read. absolutely <laughs> No, <laughs> no, motherfucker! This that is, is not my country. That is my country. Anytime Marcus reads official press releases from China, they're read in that voice <laughs> in his head. That is no my fucking rocket. <laughs> Honestly, since that Joe Rogan stuff, I want y'all to be as offensive as possible. Jesse, I told Joey he has got to say nigger on this podcast so we can get a hundred million dollars. Like, hey, we need a hundred million. Come that's on. Not, that's not how it works, Joey. That's not how it works. Say it. We need Joey to give half ass commentary at UFC fights and mm. uh and then and then do half ass stand up. And do actually you know what you need to do, Joey? Find a TV show uh that's working really well and be a background player for five years behind Phil Hartman and a cast of great people and then become famous after it. Because that's all Joe Rogan did. I can Joe Rogan's a shitty human being. I have, I, I will, I will. You know what? The first that comedy see... beef of 2022 is fuck Joe Rogan. Two 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 oh two two. Fuck Joe Rogan. After I get this, I Netflix. wanted to see. I wanted to hear this and see it. Jesse, use your UFC contacts. I want you. To, I want you to push this out to the world. DJ Marcus said, "Fuck Joe oh, Rogan." I got an idea. How big is Joe Rogan? How five eight? He's five eight. Perfect. <laughs> Tim and Joey UFC match. <laughs> Once my hips better, what is I'm, it? I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge Joe Rogan to a UFC match for all of his shit. And we're gonna we're gonna film that match in good old China. It'll be woke with <laughs> Rogan. Rogan versus Lafaro. 
Oh man, but Joey, it's been fun this week, man. And everyone will be like, "This is the same guy fighting." Why did himself. you roll the R if that was supposed to be a man Chinese accent? Because <laughs> it's Chinese and Hispanic. The bad that's my that's my Filipino, oh, Filipino. accent. That's my <laughs> Filipino accent. It's raw. <laughs> It's a rumble in the jungle. Really the most offensive <laughs> fight of all time, just because of the commentary. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! There's uh, literally nothing he's done that I can't do, except maybe Fear Factor. I think I would get annoyed too quickly. Uh, yeah, possibly so. Uh, we're gonna get out of here though, Jim. It's been fun, man. Jesse, thank you, sir, for coming back on, man. Tell the people where they can find you one more time. Find me on social media, Jay Rivas Comedy on Instagram, Jay Rivas on Facebook. Awesome. Candice! At just underscore Candice, K-A-N-D-Y-C-E, on all social platforms. Have you gotten that OnlyFans? Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <Hello>? <laughs> <laughs> Is that I spoke too soon. The final word. <laughs> Boobies. Boobies. <laughs> Joey, where can you find you? I have uh, at LaFaro Comedy on Instagram. Uh, two shows coming up this week. Thursday night at the Ugly Mug and Saturday at Solace. Oh, Ugly Mug, me too. <laughs> I wasn't sure because I didn't know if I was going to have a surgery date. But now that I know my cutting is happening. Um, yeah. All right. I'll be there. Awesome, man. Yeah, the, uh, gonna they... joke and slang and cut some rug. I don't know. They closed the haha um, quarry, uh, so DJ Marks is out of work once again. <laughs> they, it flooded. It flooded. They flooded the haha quarry, uh, man. But we have DJ. We are DJ. We are Die Comedy, and we will be back again with more fun and more thrills on the next episode of the Die Comedy, Comedy Podcast. Podcast.